Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. <laughs> this is Ex-Virgin, and I'm your host, Carter Cruz, here to explore the world of sex and relationships in a unique way. I promise to make you laugh and share all the best tips. Headphones in, because this is about to get wild. This episode is sponsored by Woo More Play. This is my friend Kirill. Uh, you may know him as the Slut Whisperer. Yeah, that name's kind of fucking fallen off, I feel like. Yeah, it's almost you're... like creepier now. Right. Right. At 39, Slut Whisperer, they're like, ugh. But it's an iconic, I mean, that's how I know you, like the, the Tumblr days, you know? Yeah. You know, it was an unfortunate name given to me when I ran out of names. Yeah. When you get kicked off Instagram, I went, I was like, all right, I can't be Kirill was here. I was Kirillionaire. <laughs> then I was Kirillix. Then I was like, I think I did one that was like Kirill OBGYN. I was just trying to be, you know, try to at least be funny with it, but- and then someone was like, you should be Slut Whisperer. And I did it. And of course, that's a name that's stuck. I have herpes of social media. So how many how many times do you think you've actually gotten like uh, kicked off Instagram? I, I would say like 10. It's just, yeah, I mean. But you I, finally got your, your main I got, account I got back. the Slut Whisperer account back. But, you know, yeah. being offline for three years, people, you know, lives change, especially, yeah. you know, pandemic shit happened. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have it back. And you got really blown up from uh, the... What was the movie? The Netflix thing? Yeah, the Netflix yeah, thing. Yeah, I did a American meme. American meme. Yeah, that's what yeah. it's called. I remember because that's when I, when we met, I remember like, I knew who you were and I liked, like, I, I thought you were like a cool, you know, I liked your brand, everything. But when we got booked together, when I was going to DJ a party you were hosting, I was a little bit, I was like, is this like, okay for me to be like associated with this guy? Like, let me, and then I watched, I, I saw the slowest it. Part. I didn't even know you were going to be in that movie. I just happened to watch it like a, right before we met. And I was like, oh, like this guy's real as fuck. Like we're going to be friends and dope. Well, the, we movie, the thing was cool because it was. You couldn't do that thing now because now the internet is just there's so many influencers and every everyone's a brand now, right? right? But at that time in 2017, 16, when we were doing it, it was just like a handful of us still kind of like exploring Instagram and everyone else was still posting like food photos or yeah. whatever, right? Where it felt more like a diary and now everything is a brand. Yeah. Back then it was like, all right, I guess we'll call Kirill and Fat Jew, right? right? Like who else are they going to get? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay, you were, you were working with Fat Jew? Uh, he's in it. Okay. He's in it. Who else is in it? Paris. I mean, it was the greatest thing for me because I was the, yeah, Paris the most unfamous oh, yeah, person there. on the docket. Right, right. But which I benefit the most, right? right? I'm like, cool, everyone's tuning in for Paris. Hilton. How did your mom feel about like being on that? My mom pretends she doesn't like 
love all that shit. But like anytime she could be, you know, she's a Jewish mom who's like, you know, looking for any reason to be proud of her son. Yeah. Like she's just like, oh, okay, good that. <laughs> so she loved it. She loves the camera. I feel she like loves... I feel like she she really sold you. Like you know, I she feel humanizes like me. She humanizes you a lot. Right, because they think I just crawled out of like <laughs> some armpit. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm always trying to, my whole battle online has always been to humanize what I do because then it's like, oh, that's just like a character or an exaggeration. Right. right. No. And I mean, I could definitely relate to that as well. Right. You know, and every, every, everyone is human, you know, right, but everyone looks at you as one dimensional, same way as me. Right. Everyone's just like, oh, you're just a porn star. Right. right. Or, you know, obviously now more of a DJ, right. but, still, but still, but still the porn star always will trump everything you do. The and worst thing you've up, ever done. Yeah. Right? It's like, always going to trump it. I'll still be the slut whisperer. Even if I had grandkids, you know how fucking weird that is. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's, do you, do you worry about that? Do you, I know there's enough, you know, it's funny that porn's gone mainstream enough now right like right. only fans is like my mom now knows what that is right. right it's kind of okay to be sex positive now whatever and you know more and more porn stars i'm seeing with children like do you want kids so actually it's crazy i always thought that i like didn't want kids and i mean like, i thought that i didn't and then once i did porn i thought there's absolutely no way because i don't want to put you know, my like kind of like sins on like someone else, let alone my own children. Um, but actually last week I uh, had a friend on here who's a big OnlyFans girl and she has a teen. So I know a bunch of people who are sex workers who have young kids right. and I love the way that they're raising them. And I think it's like so awesome. And I'm really like excited to see how these kids grow up, but they're also kids. It's like, but she had, you know, her kids, I think 16. And just her talking about her relationship with him and like his relationship with like sex and like how he thinks about all this stuff. I was like, oh my God, like, do I almost have like a, a responsibility to like have you a child? To like think about how many dumb ass motherfuckers are just like having kids like everywhere. You know, they're just like just popping out babies. Right. And they're mostly like raising to him poor to poor families. And like at least these OnlyFans girls are like <laughs> hey, my mom my mom had a what respectable job, but I ate like garbage because we were poor, right? Yeah. <laughs> Versus like, all right. What's well, so a lot of them are, dick, are providing we... for their they're providing right. for I their don't families. Get to eat a Nobu. I see all the OnlyFans girls. I'm like, these girls are eating like fucking billionaires. <laughs> Yeah, not me. Yeah, my, I uh, I don't rake in that much money on OnlyFans. Mine's just kind of like the the core. Group well, you of know, fans. you kind of did all your things, but that, yeah. that, but you have something that a lot of girls don't. Is you're one of the last of the Mohicans, where it was <laughs> like, where you're a porn star, right? Because right? a lot of girls like I do porn. I'm like, yeah, but you're missing the star, the porn star part, like. That's what you have. So you've got like well, a little bit you. of a legacy. I, you've I, got a legacy brand. I, I, do, I do feel like that has a little bit of cachet because, you know, and it's like, I mean, well, because to me, it's a lot. And I know the OnlyFans is like work. All my friends who do, you know, but they are setting their own hours. They right. are. And so it is like they are working like 12 hour days sometimes like. They're editing, they're shooting, right. they're they're doing a lot of work. But at the same time, there's a little bit difference of like, I don't know that it's better. I mean, like, I think it's better for them to do that, to have your own control, to own your own content. But I feel like there is almost this kind of like the way I came up of just going to set and being on, like the longest I was ever on set was 23 hours, you know, and you right, don't you own like your $3 content. $3 an hour. Yeah. And you're you basically, you're down. busting your ass. And so it's, I don't think that's better. I'm way happier that these girls have a, 
you right. know, they're well, they're empowered by it. But at the same time, it's like, oh, like you didn't have to like do it the way I did it. So it's kind of like, you know, there's always a, that little bit of, um, even though I respect all the work that they're doing and everything. Right. It's kind of like, you know, people who don't want to get rid of student loan debt. They're like, well, I had to pay yeah, for yeah, mine. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I, I see both sides. Yeah, I do yeah, exactly. in that situation. But, right, right. And right. so it's like, I like support it. I'm like, yeah, kill it. But I am like, oh, you guys just like, you don't know what it was. You don't know what it was fucking like. You know? Yeah. And you guys didn't see that kind of money. Like there's like girls oh, that no. I know that are like, I make a million a month. I'm like, you guys shitting me right now? Like, do you know how hard I have to work? It's so cool that people could take advantage of their bodies themselves now. Right. Instead of having someone else do it. Take advantage of it for you. Right. Yeah, I know, 100%. And I mean, and having, I mean, we, when I was in the business, I mean, when I was a speaker girl, I mean, we didn't have, we weren't allowed to have no lists. You know, like you didn't get to say. What's a what? Well, what? A no list. Like what? you, you did everything and you worked with whoever you were booked with. You yeah, know? that sounds fucking rapey as shit. Yeah, but I mean. Like, you can't I guess, say no. You're like, oh, yeah, sweet. Can't wait. Well, the, I guess, you know, the idea with it is that like, if you're working with this like top agent, he's only going to be booking you with people that are, you know, reliable, good people. So it's not like they're sending you off to do some like sketch thing in like some motel room. Yeah, exactly. You're all, it's all professional. And so the idea is like, and I, you know, I go back and forth about how I feel about it. Cause on one hand, I do think like it is sex and like, you should always have this ability to say no. But at the same time, I understand that it's a job and that's what really like Spiegler tried to like, kind of like put into us like this is work you're not here for fun <laughs> right if you're going to porn you have to detach your body from your emotions right right it's so like, it's like oh you don't like this guy because he like said so like, it's a bad whatever. day at the office yeah it's like or, or you don't find this guy attractive like who fucking cares like you need to go in and you're gonna fucking suck his dick yeah. and you're gonna act like you like it and and it's like i, I don't know i i the feminist in me you know is just like oh like that's fucked up but then the like performer like worker in me, like the person, like, I mean, I grew up a dancer, you know, right. and it was like rub dirt in it. Like, you know, you just got screamed at every day, like work harder, you're not good enough. So like that kind of like, I've just grew up like that and I kind of respect working like that. And I was okay to do that with porn, but I just, obviously that doesn't work for everybody, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a business. I get what you're saying. It gets tricky because, you know, genitals are involved, but essentially it's a job. It's yes. like, you know, you work at Home Depot, like, sorry, you're having a bad day if they make you unload dirt all day instead of, you know, working in the back. Oh, yeah. So, and sometimes, I mean, I remember one day he, uh, he would try to always focus, and I will say he was also very good with the psychology of like knowing how to approach different girls. He knew that that worked with me, right? Like to push me to basically, I was, crying every day thinking he was going to drop me you know like and he so smart yeah yeah he had me on my toes mental manipulation yeah yeah, but with other girls that were much more sensitive he didn't treat them like that so he knew he knew where the girl he's like i'm doing this for your own good but he did like he does like to fuck with girls especially ones like me and uh uh, bella danger is the same way and um he liked to fuck with us like i remember one day i was going to work and he's telling me oh you got to work with this old guy like He's so like old and gross and like whatever. He just like trying to make me feel like basically turned off by this guy before I've ever even met him. Right. And so I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. Like, I mean, like I can't, (laughs) there's nothing I can do. Like I'm going to go to work, you know? And I get there and I'm getting my makeup done. And I guess it's this, uh, I forget his name, but uh, we only worked together once, but his kind of whole shtick is that he's like this kind of normal looking, like older guy with like a, little belly and stuff like that but he like fucks these like porn stars and people like watching him because he looks it's like, like Ron jeremy a, right it's right. the every man you can put yourself he's the every man but he came up and started talking to me when i was getting my makeup done and he was like so funny and he was and he was 
perfectly aware of like what like I'm only fucking him because like I got booked well, to be yeah. there. Other guys know right. we're so, not, we have the gift of gab. You yeah, but you would sometimes there are those people that are like oh like they like get too overconfident or they're creepy about it. He would just like and he look he's like hey look like I know like. I'm not like probably someone you would fuck normally, but like we're gonna have a great day and like whatever. And honestly, he had a great dick and we had really good sex and it was so such an enjoyable day, you know? And I just thought it was so funny that Spiegler tried to make me feel all weird about it. So I went in already feeling weird. Then Maybe obviously that's what don't he does. Right. He pre-makes it sound worse than it's going to be. Right. And then you're like, oh, this isn't bad. Right. So maybe he was almost doing me a favor. I thought he was like, I've always thought about it as him like fucking with me. Right. But maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe his intentions were more positive than that. Well, it's like if I'm like, hey, babe, get dressed. We're going to Fridays. And then we pull up to catch. You're going to be like, oh, my God, I love this guy's. Thank God. <laughs> Spencer did that this to me last great. week. He told me we we're going to go to like some dinner. He's like, oh, I found this like. He's like, oh, this spot I've been wanting to go to. They have an opening. Like, are you like free on Thursday? So I thought we were just going to go to a dinner and uh, we actually got a, a box at Taylor Swift. So <laughs> that's fuck. See, Spencer how much, is better, the, is it? How much Sp- better is that? Spencer is the king of under promise, like over deliver, which I really, really respect in a person because I feel like I've definitely dated guys that were the over promise, like under deliver. And that's you're just constantly no, disappointed. No. If you know? said you're going to Taylor Swift, you'd be like, oh, my God, I love you. But if you think you go someone else and you show up at Taylor Swift, right? Like, your pussy he did tell me soaked. before we went so that I could like, because he was like, I was gonna make it a surprise. But he was like, I figured like you, you kind of wanted to up. dress for it and everything. I will say it was funny because I did think like I had such a busy week, like a crazy busy week. You're like this is annoying. And so I was like almost like, like I'm like okay, I'm down to like just go to a dinner, which is like two hours. Like, but like the Taylor Swift thing is like we had to leave at three. We don't get back till two o'clock in the morning, you know. So it was like my whole day, and I was like, and I was like, oh fuck, and I was like, okay. That's super exciting. I'm not like unappreciative, but okay, I'm just gonna need to like rearrange a bunch of shit in my head of like how I was gonna get everything done. Do you ever you ever have that happen where you're just a dick the whole week? Cause you're like, I don't wanna go to this dinner, I don't wanna go to this dinner. And then he's like, Okay, well the dinner's actually Taylor Swift. And you're like, fuck. Yes. I was so rude all week. Right. <laughs> No, no, no. I was, uh, I was, I wasn't rude about it. I was just like, okay. I was like, sorry. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm not showing more excitement right now. It's because I'm like, I was vibanced out, and I'm like, let me like rearrange shit in my schedule, and then like I'll be super fun once we get there. But like, don't talk to me until we literally go to the concert because like I don't have time for anything. So I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm super excited. I know I'm not showing it right now, but it's because I'm but trying I to like. For this. It's because I, I want to be the like I want to be present when we're there. You is, know? is Taylor Swift really that good? It actually was really, really great. I mean, it was one of those things, like, I don't think I would have, like, gone out of my way to, like, try and go, but... You can't talk shit about her. You know that. Your podcast is get flooded with Swifties. Oh, no, no. I mean, I, I, of course I like Taylor Swift. I mean, I wouldn't consider myself a Swiftie, you know, but I mean, I like her music. I always have. But the production was just so amazing. And we had a box and then we ended up getting floor seats, too. So we kind of got to go back and forth. So during the albums that we, like really knew we'd be down in the floor seats. Damn, I want to which, start dating Spencer. Yeah. A box at Taylor Swift and floor seats? Yeah, it was, it was, it was through Bootsy Bellows. They got a box there at SoFi. Oh. Yeah. So they uh, do like friends and family, kind of like they'll like sell them out. But so that's what he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to get him. That's like kind of- It was reason. just you two? Uh, it was us and then uh, his friend uh, or like our friend and a girl that he brought. So Are it you was friends a, with Taylor? No. I don't know. I feel like he like- you're one of like the 
porn star links where girls could be like, oh, I fuck with Carter. You know what I mean? Like we're like, you know, because there's like musicians that fuck with porn stars. Yeah. You'd be one of the girls that people fuck with. Like. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, uh, yeah. Who's your I most definitely, famous friend? I'm not that most, a I'm not that very A-list. I'm Who's not Who's your most lie. famous friend? Damn. I really thought about that. Would it that. be Bert right now? Yeah, it probably would be Bert. I guess it really would be Bert a good friend and like uh i mean like i feel like i've like kind of like hung out with some people but i wouldn't necessarily call them like tiffany haddish and i were like really bonded a lot on the tour um but i wouldn't necessarily like you know i probably wouldn't like call her up and be like hey you want to hang out i mean i would do that i don't know if she would. <laughs> i don't think she did it's actually so she was actually really funny because i introduced myself to her i think about five times before she acknowledged me which was a uh, pretty fucking funny and uh so i went up to her once we were at i think the improv and i didn't know that she was going to be there i was there to see a friend and uh i was like oh i knew she was going to be on the tour i was on so i went up to her afterward i'm like and i was like you know she's surrounded by a bunch of people right. and i was like hey like you know i just waited for an opening i was like hey i don't mean to interrupt i just want to introduce myself i'm carter cruz we're going to be on a tour together right. you know and uh, she was like oh cool 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 like one second and you know she got caught up whatever no worries then we're in New York for the first day of tour. She's getting off transport as I'm getting on. And uh, so it's like just the two of us, like, you know, kind of passing each other. And I'm like, oh, hey, Tiffany, it's, you know, she kind of like blows right past me. Then we're at the video and I'm like, go up there and introduce myself again. And I'm like, okay, wow, this is like, and, and she's kind of like, you know, blows me off. Then I'm sitting with Shane Gillis and he and I are talking and she comes up and talks to Shane. So I'm like, oh, this is the perfect time because now she knows I'm not just some random person. You know, I'm like sitting with Shane and I'm like, hey, and she still just like has no interest in me. And I was like texting my friend. And I was like, dude, I was like, I just really want to get along with Tiffany. I want her to be my friend. But like, I was like, I don't think I think I've maxed out on like times of introducing myself. And I was just sitting there having a fucking panic attack about it. And uh, I don't know. But then I was still kind of talking to Shane and I don't know what I said, but I guess she thought it was funny. And she goes, wait, are you a comic? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm actually the DJ. And she was like, wait, were you the one playing my song? And I was like, no, I don't do the like walk up songs. I just played before, but I was like, wait, you make music? So then we started talking. She sent me all her like Dropbox with all her unreleased stuff and everything oh, like sick. that. Yeah, no, it was a- uh, She's uh, probably like, who's this fucking white oh, girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> annoying. Just, it was uh we were on the and she and she likes the party so we had a we had a fun time we were on the same bus together so there's nothing worse than feeling like somebody hates you on a tour or doesn't like you oh my god yeah no it's not a vibe luckily it's not really a problem on the comedy like everyone everyone loves to talk so it's pretty easy to get along with people you know yeah <laughs> like i can barely get an word in which is like pretty well impressive. right because everyone's an attention whore yeah. and trying to be like ah, da, 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 and everyone's just one up in each other yeah everyone's <laughs> shit-faced yeah were you guys drunk the entire tour uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was a little bit of a shit show. Last year was a little more chill. And then I think this, it was definitely the last week. We were just, it was, the last week was a lot, man. We started, we had like a few days off in Vegas. And then we did Vegas, Boise, Salt Lake, and um, the Gorge. So that was last week. And so we already started in Vegas in these days off. right? And so we kind of like went out a few nights. And then we had the show there. I had all my friends from LA came out and we just, I think I just did shrooms literally all day, every day, like from like Monday until like Sunday. And like by the end of like during the gorge, like all of us were just completely blasted. Like, I mean, like we all waited till like after our sets, you know, and stuff like, like that. Like, can you can't, how badly could you fuck up a set? 
versus like a comedian, right? Well, like that's if the they're thing. a mess, I, I can they, get a little, you can kind of like. I could get like a little a, bit more fucked up. Give any mixes already pre-made. You're like, I'll just play this for 15 minutes and jump around. Just when I'm to doing like, the same shit, but they are kind of too. You know, it's like they're kind of doing the same thing every night. right? Yeah, so I think they're pretty comfortable with it. I will say there was one night, I pretty I think Bert might, he don't really doesn't like get too fucked up before. Like he'll drink after. Like he'll have like a beer and stuff before, but... He'll, or he'll drink during the day, but then he'll go like take a nap and stuff like that. And uh, but there was one time I I swear to God he was fucking uh, tripping during this one set, and it was so funny because I was kind of tripping too, and I'm backstage watching him and I'm hearing him, and he was just getting so. It was like seeing like into his brain, kind of you know, like he was just kind of being more real, you know, instead Himself of being, yeah, being, he was like, being, yeah, he was, the character. yeah, and uh, he was telling this joke that, like, he, I've heard him tell a bunch of times, and it's, like, he basically throws this kid in the water that, like, this, like, little, like, hit kid's, like, throw me in the water, and then he throws him in, like, mom's, like, he can't swim, <laughs> so I've heard this joke a million times, but Bert's, like, he's, like, so then I'm, like, I'm looking out at this kid, and then he kind of like stops and he's like looking up at the lights and he like just pauses for a minute and he's like, and I'm just like, let him die. <laughs> and I just scream backstage. I'm like, yo, what? Like, and the audience doesn't know. <laughs> and I feel like cause that night, because me, Mark and Jay were all tripping, which we all did after our sets. But then we get called up at the end. And so and it was crazy because I've seen in the arena a million times when he has everyone hold up the lights. But like it's crazy when you're tripping to see like the whole lights. Lights. And Bert was like that night he pulled us all together and he's like guys guys like he's like look, look at this this is why like, we do this and I was like is he like because I was like he normally really doesn't so I I never like asked him about that but I was like I feel like because and I, and I will say when I looked up I was like oh shit yeah dude I love a good ad lib especially if you've been hearing the same shit all tour and then you're like oh it's so fun when the audience has no idea it's new but you're oh. like oh damn oh and i, I love, love watching that. jokes develop oh me too that's i'm really excited to see shane's special that's coming out because uh, i know he just like shot it recently oh, I, don't, really? I don't think it's out yet he just shot it like a during the while we were on tour but i basically saw him for the first time at jam in the van out here in la i didn't know who he was Thought he was funny, but well, like did years ago. Yeah, this was yeah. before the last tour, and then the first day of tour, I didn't even know that I'd seen him before. It wasn't until the first night of the tour when I heard his jokes, and I was like, "Dude, I've heard this." Yeah. And I was like, "Wait, did I see you at Jam in the Van?" Like, kind of like at the towards the end of the pandemic kind of vibe. And then so I would watch his set. Like, I didn't watch everyone's set every night. Of course, I need breaks and stuff, right. but I watched his set every single night of the tour and i just loved hearing how it was like different right and then he kind of came back and did a couple shows this year and then did his special so i've gotten to like hear it over like basically like a two-year period kind of developed it's so i'm really best. excited to see like what he the package the, yeah the thing. package like, that's my favorite one. working comic right now yeah oh, shane oh he's so down. funny he's so funny so fucking good. <laughs> like, I, I that, think he's the funniest person do, I've ever uh, met. Roy Wood Jr. Don't tell him that I said that. So I said what? <laughs> that I think he's the funniest person I've ever uh, met. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> he, he, he? He knows I think that, but yeah, just like don't tell him. <laughs> I try to play it cool, you know? Does he have a girlfriend? Uh, he did. Are people fucking on this tour? No, you know? Oh, uh, everyone's like older and wifed up, yeah, right? Yeah, no, no. Like, You're wifed up. I'm like the only person worth fucking on the tour, to be honest. Nice. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I know that's uh, yeah, everyone's like old and wiped up, and 
it's not really like honestly it's a bus tour too people aren't getting that like it's different with like dj tours everyone's like on a bunch of drugs and stuff you kind of like don't give a shit like i know like when we did um i was on the adventure club tour it was like much different right it's also younger kids you're partying around everyone's doing the same thing like big j rolling out of his bunk all sweaty you're like (laughs) i don't really feel like jumping those guys bones and Bert's kids are there. His like, right. you know, it's it's kind of like a family situation. Like Jay's uh, like partner came out a couple of times, so like people bring out their partners and stuff like that. Jay's so, gay? No, no, just uh, uh, they uh-huh. they're, they're an like open a, they're an okay. open thing. Yeah. So partner I've, always makes me assume homosexual. I know, you know, and it's crazy because I've been actually trying to, <laughs> and we haven't like really talked about anything sex related this whole yeah, time. So let's maybe, go. <laughs> maybe yeah. But uh, this is actually kind of relates to this actual podcast topic. But uh, as far as calling people like partner as opposed to like boyfriend, and that's something it's I'm so on board with using the term because I like get the reason why. Partner? Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend Estee gets mad because she's like, we've been dating for six years. I'm not your fucking girlfriend. I'm like, you literally are like, you can call it whatever you want, but like I can leave anytime. And part of you. <laughs> right. It's like, you're not, we're not married. So partner, it helps me understand. Oh, if you're like, oh, my partner will be here in 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, gay person. Cool. Right. right? Like, but I don't think like, oh, they've been together nine years. I'm like, I don't care what you call it. It's still your girlfriend. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm on board with the partner thing, but every time I've tried to use it in my own personal life, like, oh, my partner, mm-hmm. I always like, I laugh. And then you got to be like my male partner. Yeah. And then uh, they do take you business partner. Ma- do you want to get married? Uh, I, I see no value in marriage outside of maybe like, what is it? Financial and, and like an insurance shit, maybe yeah. when you have a kid, but like, why? First of all, I'm the catch. Right. So like, she's got to propose. Oh. I don't know. I kind of disagree. Cool. You want to live with her? Or you want to live with <laughs> <Yeah>. me? <laughs> Dude, she's so hot. That's okay. I, honestly, Who's gonna she's pay the my, bills? she's goals. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's but goals. You, you guys right. will be starving. <laughs> yeah. So, That's you know, true. so okay. I don't know. I think, no, I would like a party, but I'd like a party any day. Right. I, would, I would just throw a party and it doesn't have to be right to prove that I love someone. Right. For me, it's not so much about the whole like, romance of the wedding and everything like that it's just kind of like uh i don't know like it's a commitment like you're giving someone a lot of years of your life and like i don't know especially as a woman but what does the commitment guarantee you if i make you sign a prenup well i mean i'm i'm all about prenups but at least then you both go in i mean there's two i mean you can still leave you right so like people lie people cheat so most people who get married probably are doing it out of to save something. So why not have some kind of form of contract? Because this has always been my thing. Cool. Why don't we have a formal contract as friends? Right. Uh, why don't I have a formal contract with Starbucks every time we go in there? Right. Yeah. Like, it's just like, why do I need to add paperwork to something that already exists? Fine. Right. But I guess if you're not like, I mean, I mean, I'm in an open thing, so it's a little different. But I mean, if you're like not fucking anybody else, you're not like uh, exploring other options. You're not. Right having like full freedom, then I feel like you're kind of like, I don't know. I, I've been struggling with this cause I never really thought I cared about marriage until like recently. And I, and I don't know like why I necessarily care about, but I just feel like I'm all about a prenup. You know, it's not like if I decide. You just it, want the title. That's all you're saying. Kind of. You're I kind like, of want to be a wife. Any of it. Cool. So I kind of want to be a wife. You just want to be like, this is my husband. Yeah. You just don't want to say partner or boyfriend. You're ready for husband. Yeah. Well, I mean, at a certain point, I mean, like right now it's okay, but I'm like, I'm just thinking about how I would be at 40. You know, I'm feeling like, I'm like, I don't know if I want to be like, I live in my boyfriend's house when I'm 40 years old. I kind of want to be like, I live with my husband in our house, you know? Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So 
You're a very superficial person, so yeah. I'm just you know, you care about appearances. I clearly don't. It's not don't. about appearances, it's about how it feels, I guess. I, I guess, don't know. Like, ooh, my husband. I'm saying this is a right, new that's thing. That's a slippery I'm slope because then five years later, you're like, ooh, what about mom? I'd love to hear that now. Yeah, right. right? So now you're going to get kids, right? And then you become everything your parents are. Oh, I right? know. Then you I have, know. Oh, well, Honestly, what my parents are pretty cool. They are. Yeah, they're but living their best life. You're yeah. way cooler than your parents. That's I'm what, way cooler than my but parents. But that's why sometimes I think about having a kid. I'm like, I would be like the coolest mom, you, you know? Think, you think so? Yeah, I think I would. Think about how much of your life is going to be spent doing bullshit. Plus, your kid isn't guaranteed to be, statistically, statistically, your child is not going to do shit, right? Also, you remember that documentary about the guy <laughs> who his dad had to go and get the confession out from his son about like murdering all these people. And it was like a 70 year old dad who had to like call his son who's 50 and be like, oh, you gotta confess. You murdered all these people. You're like, do you understand at 70, you're still parenting, <laughs> right? Like it never ends. They say it's over like, oh, just like 18. It's like, no, uh, I, will, I feel like my, my dad did kind of like, he made it very clear. He's like, y'all get you through college and then you're kind of out. I Change remember when I, when I first moved, when I first, and I mean, of course that's how he acts. I know if I ever like really needed anything, you know, of course they would always come through, but like I've, he just raised us without like, don't expect shit. Um, and especially I, I found out they actually pay for a bunch of shit for my sister and I was like, "Wow, that's fucking cool." I never thought I was even allowed to just ask. A my dad really, he taught me well, but like, because when I first moved out to LA, I didn't have any credit. I was making a ton of money, but I needed a co-signer for an apartment because uh, I just didn't have any credit. I'd never had a credit card or anything like that. And I'm like, "Hey, dad, like, I'm making a ton of money. I just like, I need you to co-sign." And my dad just said, oh, "You're a smart girl. You'll figure it out." And I was like, damn, he was like, listen, I'm retired with your mom right now. He's like, we're living our best life in Costa Rica. I don't want to put my name in a contract that's like tied to your finances. And honestly, I respect the fuck out of my dad for that. And I think that's partially like why I am like as independent, like, cause he is like, he was just like, no, right, but I'm not that. So yeah. if my child fucks up, I'm going to be like, oh, I want to yeah. take care. And I don't want that responsibility. I don't want to worry every night until I'm dead. I, I, I don't want little baby curls running around. You don't though. want baby curls running around. You don't, there's apps. There's no need for them. We serve no purpose. I, somewhat successful human being serves zero purpose in this world, right? Like I don't need to exist. So my offspring doesn't really need to, I don't solve anything. I don't help anything. You think that, but like, I feel like you've built this community where like people really do like do those, come together. Does my community need to exist either? <laughs> Like well, you're just naming... they can be toxic sometimes, and you know how I feel about everything. I mean, like sometimes it can be toxic, but I've also seen like I mean, you do like you have like helps people, and you do really inspiring things. Like sometimes you do the most like shithead things. Well, yeah, I and mean, there's a balance, right? And sometimes my favorite thing that you did was that uh, like photo shoot. I think with that girl, bro. If you knew the half of that shit, oh, that girl was fucking nuts. Oh, don't ruin such a beautiful story. No, no, no. Story. She's crazy. She's so crazy. Basically, this like girl had like wanted to get like photos taken for like her fiance <laughs> or something, but basically the the internet was just roasting her, saying like, "You're so hideous." She posted whatever. a not yeah, flattering like, photo, and he, the people were just being mean to her. And Krill was like, "Hey, I'm a photographer. Like, I like yeah, I'll fly you out." But I had to out. suppress the evil Krill. So I saw that post, and they were herbing her good. Like, don't don't <laughs> get me wrong. The people who were bullying her were a hundred percent in the right. As mm -hmm. well, but I was like, "Do I pile onto this, or it's one of my favorite things to do?" Is on the internet. It's the old fucking switcheroo. Yeah, it's nice like it's to pull at the heartstrings, get people really excited about Corel. Is I'll go, and I was just like, "Hey, 
this girl's getting made fun of. Someone help me find her. I'll fly her out. We'll do a photo shoot. And obviously, you know, everyone. But you, you made know. her feel so beautiful. And yeah, dude, I, the crazy, you want to know the craziest part? She, my friend Kelly is a makeup artist. I was like, can you help us? And she was like, Kirill, she, I looked at her photos. She doesn't have teeth. And I was like, yeah, I don't think she has teeth. And she's like, I bought her teeth on Amazon. I'm going to put them in her. I'm like, you're going to tell this lady, I'm going to ask you to put in these fucking fake teeth I found on Amazon for this photo shoot. I was like, it's such an awkward thing to bring up to someone with no right, teeth, right, right? right? Like, it's like so awkward. But Kelly was the best. She's like, hey, she sits her down. She's like, we're going to give you the whole Hollywood glam. I'm going to give you hair. We give you makeup. We're going to give you some fresh teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, $9 teeth on Amazon made this bitch go from a zero to a hero. Oh, my she God. She looks so good. She also was on shrooms and I'm sure meth the whole time. You know, the wildest story ever. Uh, this is the craziest. So I was like, let me do the full experience. I called my friends at Tao. I was like, the night before the photo shoot, let's take her to the best sushi she'll, she'll ever have. She's from some fucking meth town in Arizona. We take her to Tao. And I'm like, I make Este sit next to her because Este is the best person to throw in in any situation when you want to laugh because she's so awkward. So it's Este, Brenda, this girl. I think uh, the video guy, me, we're all sitting there and they bring out all the sushi and everyone's grabbing pieces and Brenda reaches across to grab like a thing of sushi and her armpit hair grazes Este's sushi in her plate. <laughs> Este literally just went... Didn't eat the rest of the meal. She's like, I, she's like, Carell, I was throw up. This oh woman's just God. like, <laughs> no, you, you are, you are, you're evil and you're good though. And that's, I, I, and I Look, love that you about you. if you help someone while also benefiting, is that bad? Yeah, no, it's not. No, and I think, I mean, I don't really, done. we could go on a million years about this, about like, I mean, is altruism like a real thing? Cause like, no, probably not. But like, I feel like we are way over time and we didn't cover one fucking topic we about sex to. what were we supposed to talk about oh wait honestly like you have, I'm you're not, hung over you forgot yeah i know no it's my fault this like, was I great. Told, I but, but also you. like you're just interesting and i always love chatting with you and i'm gonna force you. you to come back on in a future time when i'm like a little bit more prepared anytime <laughs> but uh, I, I, I was I more interested in the tour shit yeah, no, honestly, I, was, I was like, honestly, I haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, I, I feel like, like I, we kind of used this podcast episode to catch up, but I hope you guys were at least interested. And thanks for coming on. Plug all your shit, you know? While I'm still out on the internet, it's yeah, still okay. Slut Whisper. The merch is Assholes Live Forever. And I have a dumb little podcast also, Ugly on the Inside. I think that, yeah, that is the name. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. on it. Uh, you're going to be on it. We're going to, we'll talk about the things you didn't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. We touched on some things, though. We got there. Honestly, I, I feel like I got a little personal on here today. Did you? Yeah. Did you let go of something that you- Talking about, like, maybe I want to have kids and shit. I don't know. Uh, I got a little deep with this. Maybe maybe, maybe I need to do shrooms more often. You should. You should. Re you're, you're becoming one <laughs> with really the earth. really in touch with myself. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and even learned a few things. You can catch a new episode of X Version every Friday. In the meantime, follow us for more at Woo More Play. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. We're choosing random reviewers to send free Woo More Play gifts to all the time. Until next time.